0: to the have a drink with some geeks podcast let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode
1: and welcome to yet another episode of have a drink with some geeks podcast the podcast where we geeks drink talk and tell you our thoughts and things on stuff and things
2: yes stuff and things stuff and things and
1: but not stuffing things just stuff. That, and that's things. a whole
2: other podcast we got going on. <laughs> you can find that podcast
1: on pornhub.com. Ooh. <laughs> and our OnlyFans page, you can go with solo.net. <laughs> I'm your host, Matt. I'm Adam. And this week, folks, before we dive into our episode, we've got to make sure you know where to find, follow, like, subscribe. You've only found a few. <laughs> yeah, we've already found a few, but. We're also on social media at Geek Drink Pod, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, um, X, whatever they're calling it nowadays, And kids. Um, we are also on Pornhub.
2: Are we really on Pornhub? It'd be funny if we were. Ugh. I might have to do it now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: watch Adam's solo video on Pornhub.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Make the Kessel run in under five parsecs. Are we talking about length or time, Adam? Isn't a parsec a, a stick of time? <coughs> parsec is a is a length. I thought it's it was a, a, a s- unit of me- it's a unit of time, I thought, No, it's
1: but. a uh, unit of measurement. Mm. So
2: Well, it's just not (laughs) (laughs) the Sarlacc Pit.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, folks, let's go ahead and dive into our Drink of the Week.
0: Time to grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the Drink of the Week.
1: And Adam, we are going back to basics today.
2: Uh, this is nothing basic. This is delightful. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm saying in terms of we're not going yeah, a tart or a sour or or anything uh, no, we're brewed we're going, we're going for something that's the reliable. We're going number selling beer in the United States currently. Really? Yes. Holy shit. Well, uh, we're drinking Modelo.
2: Modelo. Modelo Speciale. Hey, you know it's uh, it's great beer. Oh, it's my favorite. Why is it that? And please don't get offended by this. I know you're, you're slightly Mexican. Why is it the Mexicans can make like lagers so fucking good? Um, because you don't drink the water in Mexico, Adam. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. <laughs> I'm glad I got a opinion on this.
1: Because <laughs> the the rule is you don't drink the water in Mexico, so how else are you going to get your beverage? Oh,
2: but, no, like... Oh, yeah. I love me some Modelo. Pacifico Dos Equis. Not a big Corona guy, but... Tecate. Tecate oh, noodles, Tecate's yeah. good. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers, brother. We got bottles. It's delightful. Which is funny, because I do prefer
1: Modelo in a can. Mm-hmm. In fact, like, Corona goes in a bottle, Modelo goes in a can, Tecate goes in a can, Pacifico goes either way.
2: Okay, what about the Modelo, like the dark one? Like the... I'm not a huge fan of the dark one. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: I I'm, I like it, but we're going to have to get some uh, actual uh, Mexican micheladas there we go. on this uh, podcast at some point, and I'll give you the recipe. I just got to work out the the dimensions of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, now that we've had a, a
1: little sipperoo. Time to talk about our topic of the week.
0: What are the geeks going to talk about this week?
1: All right, folks. This week, we are diving into the second Star Wars spinoff film aptly called Solo, which means one.
2: I'm fine, Solo. Solo. <laughs> So we got solo a Star
1: Wars film came out in May of 2018 mm-hmm. um not a box office success and there's a lot of reasons I think behind that um a lot <laughs> uh, almost four hundred million on a three hundred million dollar budget um so obviously not a considered a success in Correct. terms of box office standards um but, but I, I know exactly a, why. <laughs> You have a different opinion of why it didn't work than I did. But uh, we've got a pretty good cast here. We've got um, Woody Harrelson, uh, we've got Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, Sandy Newton, uh, Paul Bentany. Some b- pretty big, heavy hitters in the industry. Um, and then whatever uh, Alden Enrich. Edrich, Edrich, Ed, Yeah, whatever. I'm not 100% sure how to say his last name. He's forgettable
2: um, in the movie anyway, so don't need to um, remember not, it.
1: And I agree, not the best casting for a Han, young Han Solo. Correct. Um, other actors probably could have done it differently and better. Had, and let me just say, preface it with this, had it been the original pitch that was done by... Um, Oh, uh, what's their names? They did. Uh, no, I
2: got it right down
1: here. Lord and Miller. Lord and Miller maybe would have fit better with that kind of writing style, I think. Um, obviously, um, if you don't know the troubled history of this production.
2: Yeah, okay, let's um, maybe start yeah. with that because, so, um, Lord and Miller, uh, famous from uh, films like the Lego movie, um, and. Uh, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movies. Um, they, they were originally hired on to direct and write. They got fired from the project because I don't know why. They,
1: so, from executives, it was more of a comical movie than it was a Star Wars movie. And that was not the route they wanted to go. Not the way uh Kathleen Kennedy and the producers at Lucasfilm wanted this film to be.
2: And so they pulled in
1: the Castens, Jonathan and Lawrence, and then pulled and Ron, Howard
2: in Ron Howard in Ron Howard. So the Howards have a a bit of a like historical context. Like so Bryce Dallas Howard, um, great actress. Um, Upcoming director, yeah, and has directed a few episodes of The Mandalorian, and has done a great job with those. But uh, yeah, they brought in Ron Howard. Ron Howard, the man, fantastic director. He's a fantastic director. Yes, he's directed things like Apollo 13 and Beautiful Mind. Is this the film where he just was like? I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) No, I think this
1: is the film where he had to deal with the hand he was dealt. He had no intake in the creative writing process. He had to assume a film that needed almost an entire complete reshoot. Um, Obviously, now the budget's even tighter because you're reshooting most of the movie. You don't have as much wiggle room. So I think in terms of gotta deal with what you got.
2: um, But why bring in Ron Howard to do it, you, you know, know, bring in Joe Schmo,
1: maybe, <laughs> to I do think, it, I think like Ron the, Howard's name brings something to production, um, you know, Ron Howard is an Academy Award winning director,
2: he is, multiple Academy yes, Award, he director. is, um, I guess, before we start, yeah. what's your favorite Ron Howard Movie. What do you still Apollo thirteen? Okay, yeah, I like Apollo. I watched it again yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, I I love that film. Um, I also like uh, it's on it's on Netflix currently, uh, folks. I really really like the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm. It's the only Christmas movie I actually like. I know I'm like the worst in terms of Christmas, but it's like oh, I like that one a lot. But I liked a Beautiful Mind. All right. Yeah. A Beautiful Mind, uh,
1: Apollo 13, Cinderella Man, Angels and Demons. Uh, yeah. I
2: mean, I guess, like, some people have mixed opinions about the, like, Dan Brown. Dan Brown? Yes. Yeah. Those sort of adaptations. But.
1: Frost Nixon was a phenomenal oh, movie. Oh,
2: Frost Nixon. Like, oh, God. That was so freaking good. Frank Angela, right? Yep. And then Martin Sheen. What? Martin Sheen. Michael Sheen or Martin um, Sheen. I can't remember. Michael Sheen. Michael yeah. Sheen. Yeah. They both were excellent.
1: <laughs> and I will say another underrated film he did. Not great, but entertaining. Ed TV. Mm. <laughs> Back I know. when we had the Truman Show and, and those kind of yeah. films coming out at the same
2: time. Uh, oh, I forgot he did Willow. He did do Willow. Yes. I'm surprised I didn't bring him back for the TV series, TV series that failed spectacularly. Apparently I didn't didn't even get a chance to watch it. And then they were like, it's canceled. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) I think it was one of those series where if you hadn't watched the movie ever, you were not going to pick up
1: into the series. Oh yeah. Um, so we've got, um, you know, we're talking a little bit about the actors and we talked about, uh, the young man playing Han Solo uh, Alden. Some of the shortlist actors that were supposed to play him. A couple I agree with. A couple would be horrible, horrible choices. Okay. Um, Miles I, Teller. Yeah, no. No. From a looks perspective, I can see it. From a acting perspective, I cannot see it. I,
2: I couldn't see it from either, but... Uh, Dave Franco. No, definitely yep. not.
1: Uh, Ansel Elgort, which I he probably could have done.
2: Ah, uh, I actually kind of... Like him, yeah. I mean, he was really good in the the driver, Scott Eastwood. Mm, he would just look like his dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, just some of the um, people who were considered for the role initially. Yeah. Um, you know, so let's let's talk about that. I mean, and we'll. I know this will dive into a deeper conversation here in a little bit. We both agree, not a good choice for the character. There's a lot... Of- no, it just felt like a knockoff to me. It just... It didn't feel like Han... He didn't feel like a Han Solo that we know and love. And I get that this is before he's had some of the experiences that make him into the smuggler and the cocky guy that we really know in the, the original scoundrel. trilogy. The um, scoundrel. 100% understand that. Um, I know. But there are some characters I do really enjoy in this film. Um, Woody Harrelson's character. Okay.
2: I'll give you this. So yeah, I actually did like Woody Harrelson in this. He was he was actually pretty good. Uh Tandy Newton was uh pretty good for the fifteen minutes that yep. she was in the film. Sorry, spoilers. Um she gets murdered. Um
1: Donald Glover is Lando. Uh like I <laughs> liked
2: so here's my thing and I guess this is getting into something, but I liked him when they announced him as Lando, because I was like, oh, sure. This makes sense. Like, young Lando, you have Donald Glover, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I did not like his sort of (laughs) robo-sexual personification, where he was like, oh, yeah, there's kind of hinting at that he's involved romantically with his robot. And I'm like, no. I don't think he's involved. I think it's more of the opposite Oh, way. it was very I implied. Think
1: that he is such a charismatic guy that he's just like, yeah, baby, you love me, you know it.
2: But I'm like, it's, it's hard because it's like, again, like, here's my thing. Can someone... Portray a character as well as Billy D. Williams. Yes or no? Um, yes. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't think Donald Glover can do better than Billy.
1: No, D. I mean, I Billy say, D. <laughs> I wouldn't say. Okay, so I wouldn't say better.
2: I'd say a good. He was an interesting casting choice, but he's not as good as. Billy D. No, Dee. but I mean, are you going to have
1: a, a de-age Billy D. play the role? No I, yeah.
2: that, no, I wouldn't want that, but I just would almost, like, that'll get into another part of this, but I would just want it not at all. But also, it's like, do you think this this guy um, who plays Han Solo I don't even know his name. Alden. Alden He's called Aldrich? Alden. Or whatever. Um, is he as Good as Harrison Ford. And I'm like, no. No. So you have these characters that are like trying to be played by people, like icons. And it's the same thing. Like, if someone was like, oh, hey, I want to do another Indiana Jones movie, but we're going to recast Harrison Ford's character as this, it's like, it's not going to work. And. That I think was my big problem, like a bit, uh, one of my big problems with this film, is like, don't recast Harrison Ford's character. Like Harrison Ford plays him perfectly. It doesn't need to be done.
1: No, but if you're gonna make this film, and they did,
2: (laughs) but why?
1: (laughs) Well, we're not we're not gonna get into that in this moment. But if you're gonna remake this film, whether you like it or not. You're going to have to recast it. You're going I to understand to. that. But so but you know, why getting <laughs> away from the the why I you know it shouldn't have been made blah, 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 that that argument. And let's just go off the fact that we're making this film. You have to cast a younger version of these characters.
2: Yeah. And apparently this uh, other the Say, uh, par- Alden Alden can't even remember his name. <laughs> apparently had to do like a bunch of acting lessons. Oh yeah! To, during filming, yes. to try and
1: imitate what Han, what, what it, and i like versus. I think Donald Glover did a really good well, Donald Calver, and he was very close
2: to what we see. Donald and, Glover is a talent. Oh yeah, um, he is an amazing, <laughs> talented human being. Like I, I mean, I, to everyone who doesn't know, like his work on Community. Was amazing. Um, I'm really excited for the. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That he's going to be in. That's coming out soon. Yes, It might come out when this comes out. It's not quite a remake. Because it's kind of like a re. It's it's different. Because it's not like. Two couples that are like. A man and a woman who are both hitmen. They don't know that that's the fact. It's like more they. They are two hitmen that are. Infiltrating a thing to pull off a job, and they fall in love. So,
1: which I think is what happened in the series. But they, I, I never I watched know. the, I, the I, series watched it but, so long, or the uh, movie.
2: I've watched it so long. The movie was different. It was like Brad Pitt was a hitman, yeah, and originally was, a, was a hit person. Um, but they didn't know. Yeah, that they just they got married because they fell in love, whatever, and then they find out this part of their lives um, this is more like they're kind of they're assigned to a contract yeah. together and they're supposed to pose as that but um Donald Glover I love him I, I think he's a very talented actor he's an extremely talented musician I love childish Gambino um, I don't know if you listen to that Matt yeah and it's a He's a
1: longer childhood. be know, he's retired that persona. Oh, he did. Yes, he did a couple years ago.
2: Oh, well, that's sad. But I mean, as long as he just keeps putting out music, I'm, I'm happy. i um, He's a very talented person with like a finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world, like the zeitgeist. Like yeah. he he gets it. He he understands, and so. Um, that I I thought he was a great choice but at the end of the day it's just like oh yeah like was he was he Lando to me no um, was whatever Alden Faze, Alden, Alden um, solo to me no no so I agree Alden was not like I said, not the
1: choice to play a Han solo yeah okay um Amelia Clark Wasted I think had this been a box office success, we would have seen more of her character in future develop in future developments. Being that this is a not gonna be retouched, it's not going to be, we're not going to have any more follow-ups on this. Yeah, I agree. It was, um, they could have done a lot more with her. She she had they known, wasted on this. Had they known this was not going to go any further than this film, I think they would have done some things different. They were building her character up with the thought that this was going to be successful.
2: Didn't she say that she was like a master of some sort of martial art um that's only referenced in a stupid one line. Jedi brawler game, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell yeah. you. I I um, have to look it up, but and I mean, we'll you've got the computer. But <laughs>
1: so speaking of recasting, we have a recast of Chewbacca.
2: Yes, well, I mean, Peter Mayhew has uh, sadly passed away, but um, I think prior, to, but not prior to this. Um, but it got yeah. to a point where I think he. He was only in the scenes
1: where he was sitting down as Chewbacca in, in The Force Awakens. Yeah, he, was
2: it, he couldn't do Chewbacca. Yeah, so.
1: Um, we also have um, Paul Bettany, mm-hmm. who was a recasted role as well. Oh, really? Yes, the original actor who was going to portray this could not attend the reshoots. So Paul Bettany's character originally was supposed to be like a CGI character. Hmm. Um, and they had to rewrite it and retool it to be not a, a CG character. Um, obviously, because they couldn't do the low cap and redo the entire budget for that. Um, but Phoebe Waller Bridger, or Bridge, playing L337. 7 l
2: The droid? The droid. With the social justice droid. <laughs> I mean, why not have a social justice droid in It just doesn't make any freaking sense. I'm like, I'm all about social justice and like equal rights and everything. But. It's like, you use Star Wars as your platform to be like, droids rights matter. And it's like, okay, well, that sounds stupid. It's like, it doesn't, it just didn't make any sense to me. I just, again, it was just like, a lot of stuff was just kind of thrown in there. To try and be like, hey, we're bringing Star Wars to the new like, the new world and our current time and I'm like, Star Wars doesn't, like, Star Wars is supposed to be timeless. It's supposed to be like, people don't like, it's a it's a space fantasy. It's like, okay. I, you can't even call it like sci-fi because it's not science fiction it's science fantasy. So, it's supposed to be this world where I don't think anyone gives a shit about, like... It's like, equal rights should just be there. But, having a droid being like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna... This is my warrior call, almost. I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. Why is it here?
1: Okay. Um... I do like, and I, and I, we'll get into more of the dirt in this here in a second, I do like how dirt <laughs> they kill her character, and they you, they plug her brain and download her into the Millennium Falcon, and that kind of ties into how the Falcon everyone's like, man, this, C-3PO says it in the Empire Stripe Acts, this computer has a mind of its own, and it's very Kraus, and it, it talks back to me, and I kind of enjoyed, oh, this is how we get to that point. Hmm. Let's talk about the final main character of this film. The Millennium Falcon. What did you think about seeing her pristine in her f- original condition for the first time with her she nose gets, cone? <laughs> yeah, with her skate pod. Uh, before she gets beat up.
2: She, I mean... That was okay. I mean... I always kind of liked Star Wars for kind of having... Like, things felt used. Things felt like... They had been through some stuff, and so I I liked the Millennium Falcon for that, and then uh, just kind of feeling like, oh hey, it it feels like it's been a a Carillion cruiser that yeah. has been driven around the galaxy a lot.
1: So, speaking Millennium Falcon, I pulled up this image for you. If yeah, you it's had
2: completely modular,
1: yeah. So, if you had to pick a Millennium Falcon. That is not our current version. What would you pick if you had a modular in Millennium Falcon together? Your YT3 1300.
2: what are like, do I have an example? You got plenty of examples right okay. here. Okay, well, I can't see that. <laughs> no, but it's like, okay, like, okay, I'd get rid of the nose cone. Okay. A little, like, because initially, like, this Carillion. YT three hundred was designed to like you could lock with another freighter. Yeah, and the mandible in the front could grab on and the you could push. Cargo, you yeah, push. Yeah. Um, so I'd get rid of like the nose cone because that would be handy. Um, I probably keep the D flight deck on the right side. Wayside. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how experienced you are with... Uh, you? It's a dumb question. I know what the answer is. You never played Knights of the Old Republic, did you? Yeah, I did. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Go Dark? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the Evan Hawk was kind of a... Yes. Thing. So, if I were to idealize, like, I would probably do the weird like, take the back panel... Yeah. yeah the the big, big like, the back panel of the back. like... Make it so the engines are more... Exposed. Exposed, so... I agree. Probably save on process. some weight. Um, eh, that's all I got. Although, I did like the cockpit in the front, too, sometimes. Just as a... Flight deck. Flight deck. You can't say cockpit anymore. I can say
1: cockpit. phone. I can say cockpit. I'm sorry. You gotta <laughs> say flight deck.
2: You work at an aviation place. You yeah, I don't say work on the aviation side of it.
1: Deck. Anyway, um, deck. the reason <laughs> I like having it in the middle right there is just... I would think from a well, pilot's be, perspective, it'd probably be better, better centricity and better I'm <laughs> driving. Just nostalgic, I guess. But yes, I understand the nostalgia, but would you want a right-hand side or a left-hand side of letting Falcon drive or mm. flight deck?
2: Because you could do either. You know, I will say this much: like, so in the past few weeks, I've been actually like in the market for a new car. Um, he bought him Lenin Falcon, folks. I, I <laughs> wish I wish I don't know where I'd park it in front of your place, but um, but uh, I've seen a lot of like uh, Land Rover defenders that are like right hand drive, <laughs> and I've seen a whole lot of minis that are like right hand drive, and I'm like, oh, I would love one of those just to be goofy, <laughs> but. Anyway, but your, your, I like the writer. Your girlfriend would
1: throw up so fast trying, sitting on the opposite side. Oh, fast probably. Um, so, let's dive into the the elephant in the room. And we both will agree on this part. This film was not needed to further any part of the Star Wars story.
2: So, okay. Um, so, I guess, Matt, I'm glad we are in agreement about this. Um, I think... Because
1: this is where it ends.
2: Well, <laughs> in my opinion, there is nothing like extra you need to know about Han Solo's character. Han Solo, you learned everything about him within the first few minutes of meeting him. You knew he was this smuggler, scoundrel, thief with a heart of gold.
1: That's all you need to know. Would you say know. he has a heart of gold when you first meet him, or do you think he develops the heart of gold as the films go through?
2: No, I think he always has had it. It's just I, he puts on this sh- this. I thing. disagree. I oh. think I think he
1: had it in him at some point, and his adventure with Luke throughout the Death Star and meeting Princess Leia. And Obi Kenobi kind of forces him to reevaluate some of the choices he made and the lifestyle he lives. Do I think when you first meet him in in on Tatooine that he's got that heart of gold? No,
2: no. But you but know his... everything you know, like you need to know about. No,
1: I, I I agree. To you meet him
2: with that. like he's negotiating the deal. That's it.
1: Some of this film does provide some context into character choices that you see later on. It's and I will context. say that because it's the Kasdans were heavily involved in writing the original trilogy as well so they do have some aspects and thoughts about what the character is and isn't. I mean, I will say this. Was this a phenomenal award-winning film? No! no. <laughs> Was I entertained and do I enjoy watching it? No, yes, I do. <laughs> I will go back, I will rewatch the film. I have no issues rewatching it because I tried to rewatch it just now and it was an adventure awful. film. It's enjoyable. No. I enjoy it. I am entertained by it. But like I said, is this mess- had they never made this film, would I have been satisfied with what Star Wars is?
2: hundred percent yes. Yeah, we brought that up in the previous yes, episode. And it's like, yeah,
1: I, was I, I completely agree. Was I entertained sitting there watching this film? Yes, I was I entertained. Disagree. <laughs> but
2: for well, you, you were, were not, not entertained. Okay. But. So look like, a few problems I have with the film. So first off, too much fan service. Like there was always like Oh, anytime you have a spinoff like this is gonna be fan service so, like, film. The stupid dice he had to kept grabbing. Like they kept showing off his his dice and I'm like which is funny because you never see him really pay attention to an original trilogy. No, not. A, I think, think it's only last in Jedi. the first film and then the last Jedi. But it was so dumb, and then it's like the his uh, him getting his name. That was dumb. I that not like was that.
1: so stupid. I did not enjoy that piece. I will agree with that.
2: Okay, um, then uh, it's just like his character was just a pill. Like, it's like, you don't, you look at this actor, and you don't feel like he's Han Solo. You don't, and I'm like, yes, that's hard, because it's like, no one can be Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford brings so much to any role he is in, and it's like, you can't expect someone else to take on that part. Which, he's actually been... Harrison Ford has been quoted as saying "Like he's actually never seen this film. Yeah. Um, mostly just because he doesn't want to take away from what's the, been, the, done. What's been yeah. done with this. Um, getting the freaking blaster was dumb. Um, I thought that was stupid. He's just like, oh yeah, this is my favorite blaster. Here you go. I'm going to give it a kiss. Yeah. Here you go. And, uh, and then the stupid Chewie intro.
1: Ugh. I actually kind of enjoyed that because knowing the Empire, keeping Wookiees as slaves, using
2: them as slave yeah, labor. But then to find out that he randomly can speak Wookie, it's like, it's so stupid, especially because it's like, okay, it's obvious that Chewie can understand Standard. what they would call like galactic basic. Yeah. basic. Um, like it's so stupid, and I just wanted to like. I was watching it, and I just wanted to bang my head against the table. And then you were like, "Hey, let's do solo." Or I think you I, was, say, hey, I recommended solo because we were doing Rogue One. But um, I I try to rewatch things and get ready for things and take notes. And I was just sitting here, and I'm just like. <laughs> I see to bang. My head against the fucking table the entire time. And I'll rewatch
1: it and go, great film. No. Am I entertained still?
2: Yeah. I would say no and no. I mean, I I think Ron Howard, I'm like, what are you doing with your life? Probably the very limited budget and the limited control we had to redo this. Yes. You it it goes Ron to Howard is like one of the like it is crazy like but titans of our industry at, of that industry. industry if you think about
1: any industry and any business sometimes you're forced to do as much as you can with the as little as you have and i think this is one of those examples where it's like you know what he was dealt a shitty hand he was dealt um, he was brought in to save it and i think had it gone with uh, Christopher with the Lord Miller duo. Okay. I agree that they probably weren't the best choice to even start the process, and I agree that they probably weren't going down the route that we needed for this film. But no studio's gonna say, Hey, come in, redo this film, we're gonna give you a limited budget to fix it. No, the studio's gonna say, You've
2: gotta finish this with what you got. Do it. Okay. Would you think like just this is my question to you. Would you think the Lorden Miller version would have been better?
1: No. Because it wouldn't have been anything resembling what
2: we know as Star
1: Wars. Star Wars is not a comedic franchise. There is no slapstick humor in Star Wars. There is no there is comedic elements in Star Wars. I will give you that. There are jokes. There are things that hit home that you laugh about. But there is not a comedy Star Wars movie, and this would not have been a good place to start that. There's a time and a place for
2: it. Lord and Miller are Academy Award nominated and winners. For animation. Prior to this. But I'm just saying... Brad Bird.
1: (laughs) But this is not not where Star Wars needed to start being a comedy. You didn't need to have this be... A funny movie, and I think that's part of the issue. Is I think this they went into this with their own idea of what it should have been. Executives had a different idea, and nowhere did those mesh. And then you're like, "Well, we spent most of our budget. We've got to fix it. Fix it on a, on a very, very narrow amount of money. Do it."
2: I think if we're coming full circle again, this movie never needed to be made. Oh, I agree. It was.
1: I, I agree this is an uh, unnecessary film. 100%. Okay. But so
2: that I, this is where we come full circle. Yes. So, all right. Well, I don't know. What are, what are we at?
1: We so, so, so let me ask you this. Do you think those are the reasons this film failed? Or do you think it's just an oversaturation of the franchise at that time?
2: Yeah. No, I think it is oversaturation. I I think every like there was too much Star Wars, it's the same problem I think Marvel's having.
1: Well, I think yeah. I think you having Star Wars movie six months, Star Wars movie six months, a little too much. Had this come out a year apart from everything else, it probably would have done better.
2: Well but the fact that
1: you've got if they made it better, it would have done even better. But even if they if mean, this, this was the product and it came out a year after last jedi and a year before the, the end of the saga mm-hmm. probably would have done better but the fact that you've got 6 months between movies i think yeah you've got franchise fatigue people are like oh another one you need to watch to catch up on stuff yeah in the middle of the summer blockbuster season
2: well, a, too much. a lot of like i mean i remember working retail when uh force awakens was coming out, and all these people would come in, and they were like really interested because we were at my retail job. We were selling that uh, the BB-8 Sphero, yeah thing. It's a cool little thing, and they actually like designed the actual BB-8 for the movie. Like one of the pred- like one of the things, props for it. But um, you'd have people come in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I love Star Wars." It's so great. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, what's your favorite part? And they're like, I like Jar Jar Banks. And you're like, "Um." yeah. Yeah. And you want to just, like, slap people. But it's kind of this thing where it's like, I think people. And I guess this is a question I can throw in here. Do you think, like, Marvel, Star Wars, DC, do you think. That they have become popular more because of the fans who have been fans for a long time. Because I know you and I have been fans yes. of these franchises for a very long time. I would But say then there's like a huge spike now of people who are like, Oh, I love Wonder Woman. I love Superman. I love I X-Men. Think it depends and- on
1: the franchise. So... DC was more of a film franchise and more of a movie people saw in previous generations than Marvel ever had been. Mm-hmm. Marvel films was like Spider Man. That was it. You didn't have Captain America. Spider Man, X Men, and X Men. but I'm talking about like the 70s and 80s. Oh, <laughs> I, I yeah. could. I could. You, you, you had the
2: got Roger Corman uh, Fantastic Four. You also had the the Captain America from around that time. Yeah, but they weren't. <laughs> they were all terrible. They were terrible.
1: <laughs> but then you have got you know Christopher Reeves coming on the scene as Superman in the 70s. You've got Michael Keaton as One Batman of in the 80s. Like, so too, my I think DC for those roles. <laughs> had a better film franchise for our parents' generation, and then leading into our generation, Marvel did it right by giving you these origin stories that were very well done and building the franchise that way because they were late to the game in that aspect. Mm-hmm. DC was late to the game in terms of a shared universe aspect. Yeah, I think Star Wars, on the other hand, science fiction kind of always had lent itself to a franchise. Yeah. Um, well, it's Star like Wars, kind of the same Trek, like Star Trek. Battlestar, yeah. those kind of franchises in the 70s and 60s.
2: Yeah. I just am kind of like we've always been geeks. Yeah. We've always been nerds. We've always loved these things. But then now we look at them they're pop culture.
1: I would say Star Wars has always been pop culture.
2: Yeah, but it's like it's now popular. I would say Star
1: Wars has always been more pop culture than Star Trek.
2: True. Um, yeah, I'm, I, uh, <laughs> oh, I have a funny story for you. I, I had my girlfriend, she was, like, cooking dinner for us and doing stuff, and um, she was like, put something on the TV, and I was like, alright. And so, I I knew her favorite Star Trek movie was Star Trek... 2009? No. Oh, of No. Oh. The Voyage Home. That's a fun one. It's a fun one. It's it's whimsical. <laughs> it's the end of that trilogy
1: that you got. Um,
2: yeah, it's like two, you had three, like you had the like one, two, three, and then like because it was one was just one was yeah. the motion picture. One then second was Wrath of Khan. Then you had Search for Spock. Search for Spock, and, and then Voyage Home was the end of Voyager. that two, three, four story. Yeah. Um, um but it was all about the
0: whales.
1: Yeah, it's a fun one. It's got some... Like I said, it's a good, it's a good way to... Leonard Nimoy it. wrote and directed it. Yeah, was good as a writer. Same with Search for Spock. Yeah. Um, it was a good way to add... And this is what I think they were trying to do, and it, it's been talked about before. That was Star Trek's kind of good way to add comedic elements to a film. Yeah. And this is what... So Kathleen... It's been on the record. Kathleen Kennedy and the Lucasfilm executives wanted... Uh, Lord Miller to add comedic elements to yes. the story. Lord Miller wanted to make a comedy movie. And I think that's where, creatively, it was way far apart from what they wanted. Well, yeah, a lot of the, it's
2: like, if you watch the Lego movie or Spider-Man, yeah, it's uh, vastly different. Yes. And, but. but then you've also got, and they talked about this in, in the
1: press and everything else, you know, Lawrence Kasdan... Very well associated writer with Star Wars wrote Return of the Jedi, uh, has had a hand in writing Empire Strikes Back, had a hand in writing some of the sequel trilogy. Wrote this film. Was not happy as a writer, and I kind of agree with as 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 a creative, you write this script, and then these directors go and go eh, improvise the scene. I really we don't need to really follow the script. No. Yeah. Um,
2: well, and I guess like that's, that's a good question for us as actors, like you've acted i've acted it's kind of like what 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 would we prefer I in a situation actor, i think you
1: have to especially in 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 this kind of format you follow the script there is times and places where you can improvise you can add little quips one liners whether it's dramatic or not but to have a script and this is the story and this is the, the story framework. you
2: are to give the structure yes and then
1: they go eh, just just freeball it and as long as yeah. you get to the end point yeah. I don't think as a actor it really shows your chops mm-hmm. as, as a storyteller you're I mean the writer is is crafting the story you as an actor are the storyteller you are relaying the story the writer wants you to relay to the audience and I kind of agree, with Casting. This I wrote this story. This is this story. Deliver my story, and they went as long as you get to the end point of it. Who cares how you get there? And there's a big difference when you do that kind of that kind of work.
2: Okay, no, I completely agree. There's a time and
1: place, I think. If this was truly a comedic film, then yes, that probably would have been more appropriate. If it was like Jim Carrey, yes. or if this, I mean, if this is. Uh, A Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. This Or this is a a Adam Sandler movie. This is one of those films where it's like, we're just going to go balls to the wall. We're going to have three takes, no takes the same in terms of lines and deliverance. We're going to pick the best ones for comedic effect. Yes. For a Star Wars movie, no.
2: And granted, so I agree, like there are things, but granted, this formula doesn't always work i.e. the 2016 Ghostbuster movie. True. <laughs> that one was hot garbage. Not because they were women. It just wasn't funny. Good story. It wasn't a good story. <laughs> it was just not funny yeah. to me. But no, I completely agree. And you know what, Matt? We should, whenever we get like camera stuff going on, we should try and do that uh, Othello scene. You remember? I can't remember what scene it was. Oh, it was where fellow Confronciago It was like, oh god. You you
1: realize that was nineteen years ago.
2: I know, but we won ribbons for it. At the
1: nineteen years ago, Adam. <laughs> it's been nineteen years since I've used my acting chops. So besides trying to get out speaking tickets. Hold on. So
2: ladies and gentlemen, and people all around. So we did a scene for a Shakespeare festival um, when we were in high school. And uh, Matt played uh, Othello. He did a great job. He was fantastic. I played Iago, the mischievous evil one. And... Matt the parrot. uh, Yes. Well, I think that was kind of the implication of the animated thing. But... We actually won like awards at our Shakespeare Festival for doing it. Um yeah. we did a really great job, so um so yeah, if you ever want to see us act again, <laughs> we can try. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> give it a go. Like why um, not? What what is it it's <laughs> it's just time for us at true. this point. <laughs> so Adam
1: I don't think we really need to dive into hot takes because we've kind of given our hot yeah, we, takes throughout I, this entire conversation. Just,
2: my hot take was more just like, stop remaking. We had a whole like extra ten minutes in the last my, episode about remakes. Just,
1: um, or just
2: IPs that probably
1: shouldn't be touched in this in this fashion. But and I, I agree. Like I said, did I need this film to ever yeah. further my Star Wars story? No. Was I entertained? Yeah. As an as a, as a entertainment value, it was entertaining. I was and happy. I will say that I'm about a lot of things, like Rebel Moon Part 1. Was it a great <laughs> film? <laughs> was I entertained, and do I want to see more of what the story gives me now I've invested some time into it? Yes. Are we covering, are we covering Part 2? Yes. <laughs> um, all right, Adam. Well, let's go ahead and dive into some Geek Wrecks of the Week.
2: Okay.
0: It's time for the Geek Wreck of the Week. What are the geeks going to recommend?
2: And what is your geek wreck this week? Um, I am going to recommend a uh, show that uh, my lady and I have started watching called Death and Other Details. Um, Has a really great cast um, starring um, oh gosh yeah you have just uh, one of the ladies from The Flash I believe Um, Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, no, she she's the like, she's the one of on me. And then
0: anyway, so yeah, but know. well,
2: yeah, hold on, I, I gotta skip over. But uh, yeah, I think it's Violet Bean. If I'm pronouncing that right, yeah, she she was in the Flash for a long uh, time. Oh, the TV series. I think it's of the movie. Yeah, sorry. Oh no, my but, bad. I but, was okay. like, oh. I only recognize the TV series because the movies are terrible. You've not seen the movie. I looked awful. Um, but it has uh, Mandy Patinkin in it and he is amazing. Uh, what do you know him from, Matt?
1: Mandy? Uh, Without I'm, looking it up. I'm going to have to look it up because I couldn't tell you just by looking at his face. Okay,
2: he, w- he was on a lot of TV shows but he was also on a, a little movie um, called The Princess Bride. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do you know who you played? he played? To... Yeah. Yeah. You killed my father. For I thought he a was best known for Smurfs The Lost
1: Village. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm God. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, he's, Smurf.
2: he's like a multiple multiple Emmy. <clears guy. throat> yes. It's it, like, it's a show that's more, and my girlfriend puts it really well. It's like if, like, Agatha Christie and um, Knives Out met Wes Anderson.
1: Yeah, that's what you
2: are saying the night. Yes. Yeah. So it's, if you like murder mysteries, check this thing out. It's a lot of fun. Um, and especially because they're releasing it on Hulu and it's like every week or so. It kind of keeps the mystery kind of going where you have to wait to get the next chapter. Okay. Um, so, Matt, what about you?
1: I'm going to recommend, and it hasn't started yet, but I, we've, we're going to stay on the Star Wars theme. Um, we're going to talk recommend about, something we haven't. <laughs> well, because I, this tra- I like to recommend trailers from time to time. Um, we had the final trailer drop for Bad Batch season three, with the final season. Um, so obviously, um, it's the next. It's the, it's the continuation of the Clone Wars and and Rebels kind of animation style um, about. Clone Force 99, um, a batch of clones who are genetically different from the rest of their their clone brothers. You've got one who's a sharpshooter. You've got one who's technically savvy and and smarter than most scientists. You've got one who can track and and hunt better than other clones. You can see footprints and infrared a little bit. Um, Clones who are kind of genetically different by accident. But they've created their own Squadron. Um, so this the this, this series takes place during the beginning of the Empire. Their, their series starts as Order 66 is occurring, and it's about... A lot of it was originally about as clones trying to figure out where they fit in this new Empire because they may not all agree with what the Empire is doing. Um, and then they kind of go off on their own and become their own little bounty hunter-type group to make money, but also... Showing hints of this larger rebellion that's going to build through the next 20 years to get us to a new hope. Okay. Um, so this series, Season 3 wraps up their story. It's a 19-episode series. I highly recommend um, tuning in. Um, Adam will eventually get there, probably by 2029, 20, 2030-ish.
2: 20, oh, yeah. That, that sounds <laughs> completely logical. <laughs> by the time he
1: actually catches up to all the Star Wars series.
2: Yeah. Have you checked out Echo? On? I have not. I have not.
1: It looks interesting. I um, After seeing the What If show and having a whole indigenous episode of, of indigenous uh, Americans in the 1600s and 1500s and this kind of being a modern indigenous story in, in the Marvel Universe. And it's a one-off. It's not connected to the Avengers or any of that stuff. But I do actually it, look forward to it.
2: it. Yeah, so Echo is... The thing I like about it... Like, if watched, like, two episodes, Um one, they're bringing back Daredevil, yeah. like, full on, like, Daredevil, Karen Page, Foggy Nelson, like, they're all coming back, and I've been a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, for the Daredevil, Daredevil series coming up soon. soon, yeah. Well, but I've been a huge fan of the, like, yeah. Netflix one, and there's, they've kind of confirmed that they're bringing back Jay Barnethal for, yep. um... For the Punisher. I think he's like the perfect Punisher. Um, uh, I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio came back, I think, for Hawkeye more. Um, yeah, But he's back in this, and it's like he's playing Kingpin, and he's great yeah. as Kingpin. Um, so, super excited for that. But, yeah. It looks like, so far, it's been really great. Um, and... Like I said, I've only seen the first two episodes, but yeah, they they are kind of hinting at a sort of a more like Native American spiritual like yes thing, like power thing going on. Um, so that was that was bonus Wreck of the week. So. Yeah, I, I, Sorry, it's, good, it's definitely <laughs> on my on my radar. Um, I know it's very violent. Oh yeah. So yeah, don't very... watch it in front it's, of the it's, kiddo.
1: It's a first rated M. Marvel series release.
2: First rated M Marvel Disney Plus series, because sure. if you watch Punisher, yeah, you know, on Netflix, like yeah. on the the Netflix ones, and they're all on now, like Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yep. They are extremely violent. They don't pull their punches. And nope. it's it's hard to watch sometimes, but definitely so, if you're interested in Echo, please watch... Like, it's pretty much... You need to watch Daredevil to get caught up. Um, and the Hawkeye like, series. Uh not so much. It it's gets more- you... I think it gets you the tie-in
1: into her story at this point, because Hawkeye does take these moments you know it all like all i have seen
2: is he he's signing to her just being like yes i did kill these people yeah but you and i are the same it was ordered by the kingpin yeah like that sort of thing but it's like really it's just if you want to get caught up it just daredevil's great uh punisher's great luke cage is great uh Jessica Jones. Je- Jessica Jones is very great. Uh, the Iron Fist is me. Defenders is okay, um, but I guess you have to watch like Iron Fist and all these things to get to all right Defenders. But anyway, all right. So that's, that's all bonus stuff. Well, that wraps up our discussion
1: on Solo, a Star Wars story. Thanks for joining in this week, guys. Uh, Make sure you give us a like, a follow, subscribe, all that good stuff at GeekDrinkPod on all social media platforms. So, like we said, Facebook, X, Twitter, Discord, TikTok, Instagram, um, SoloUnderwear.net. What the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) I like FurryChewies.com. Ooh. (laughs) And all those other fun places at Pornhub. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Just Woody Harrelson.
0: I'll give you a (laughs) Woody.org.
1: All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great geek week. Take it easy.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye.
1: copyright. Geek Drink Pod 2024.